Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, we are diving in to another Lake Show here on Newstalk 830 WCCO. Happy to have you guys along for the ride for the next three hours. Plenty of NFL conversation to be had. The Diamond Awards is taking place here uh, on January the 26th. We'll talk to Patrick Borzi from Minpost about that. Uh, my friend, Lawrence Tynes, Super Bowl winning kicker for the New York Giants. He'll give us a little bit of perspective on the Giants side of things. Plenty of people to talk to here over the course of the next three hours. But I wanted to start tonight's show. Talking about um, a very ugly story that everybody's aware of by now with Dana White. Dana White, Mr. UFC, the face of UFC in terms of from an executive level. Dana White has been Mr. UFC for a long time. And when I say face of... He truly is the face of the UFC. I know that there will be fighters will will come and go. Conor McGregor. John Jones. There's going to be so many. I mean, there's so many different fighters out there. Ronda Rousey was, you know, one of the faces. But he is going to continue to be around the UFC. Which actually people should be questioning with regards to his domestic violence situation that occurred Um, What on New Year's Eve? So Dana White is not immune from being criticized as someone who has put his hands on his wife and on a female. Okay? Very unfortunate situation. It's public because, of course, there's always video, right? Like with with somebody like a, a Dana White because he's so public. And TMZ is going to get a hold of it. And they got a hold of it. And he's not run from the criticism because he's owned it. He's owned that he's wrong. He's owned that it doesn't matter that his wife hit him too. He was in the wrong for putting his hands on his wife. But I, as much as I appreciate him owning it, I have a problem with Dana White, and I think that everybody should. Dana White thinks that he is immune from punishment. He knows that he's not immune from the criticism because the criticism is there, and the criticism is going to be there for quite some time, and I'm criticizing him right now. And I'm criticizing him right now not just because he put his hands on his wife, but because he thinks that he is – Above it all, he thinks that he is in a situation where he's special. He's talked big and bad before 
about fighters and what they can and cannot do. But with him being Mr. UFC, he thinks that he's different. And I don't see how anyone like Dana White can sit there with a straight face and try to pitch that he should be treated differently. And what I mean by being treated differently is he doesn't think that he should be punished. He thinks that he knows what's best at all times for the UFC. And that is where the hypocrisy comes in. There's two specific things that bother me. Is that he is not willing to punish himself or step away from the UFC for whatever amount of time it is. Weeks, months, a year, whatever it is. But also the fact that he thinks that he's the only one that can do his job. And this is not true. Take a listen to him talking and responding to a reporter that asked him, in essence, about a punishment. Are there going to be any repercussions? People are saying, you know, he's a big public figure. He's big, you know, charged this big company. Nobody's really talking about it. You know, are there any repercussions planned from the company or self-imposed repercussions? Yeah, well, I mean, what should the repercussions be? You tell me. I take 30 days off. How, how does that hurt me? I mean, I told you guys when we were going through COVID, COVID could last 10 years. I could set it out and, you know what I mean? What, what, what would be the problem? The only, it's, it's much like COVID actually, you know, the, uh, me leaving hurts the company, hurts my employees, hurts the fighters. doesn't hurt me. I could have left in 2016. You know what I mean? I don't know. What's the, do, do I need to reflect? No, I don't need to reflect. The next morning when I woke up, you know what I mean? I, I, I've been against this. I've owned this. I, I'm telling you that I'm wrong. And um, But listen, I mean, I've had, we've had plenty of discussions internally with Ari, ESPN. Every, nobody's happy. Nobody's happy about this, you know. Neither am I. Um, but it happened. And, and, and I have to deal with it. And, and what is my punishment? Here's my punishment i got to walk around for however long I live. Is it 10.4 years or is it another 25 years? And i gotta, and I, and I got to, this is, this is how I'm labeled now. All right, that, that's fine. We're going to look at you and understand that this is going to stick with you for quite some time. Um, but this is the problem that I have with Dana White. And we can take some reaction to your phone calls, your takes on it at 651-461-9226. You don't get to lay out the punishment. It is not up to you to decide whether you should be suspended or not. That's not That shouldn't be up to you. I don't care how much of the boss you are. If Roger Goodell does something like this, Roger Goodell should take a seat. And we know that it's different in that Roger Goodell has to deal with owners, right? But Dana's got to get a grip here. You should not be the one that calls the shots on your own punishment. And then secondly, I don't know how to break this to Dana White. Dude, you're not the only one that can lead the UFC. I'm sorry. You're not the only person on planet Earth with ideas about the UFC. You're not. 
You may be well-versed in that. You have had a lot of success. But give me a break. If you were, you know, no longer with the UFC, the UFC is not going to fold. I'm sorry. He's trying to – he says – what do you say in that sound about? He says, if if I um, step away, it's bad for the UFC. It hurts my it hurts. Place. It hurts the UFC. No, it hurts you, which it's supposed to hurt you. But no, it won't hurt the UFC. People are still going to watch the UFC. You're not a fighter. You're not fighting. So what is he talking about? That is just to try to make it seem as though he has to do what's right for the UFC when he should be doing what's right for everybody with stepping away and taking his punishment. 651-461-9226. Your thoughts. We'll check in with Chris on the other side of a break on The Lake Show. Dana White, stop being a hypocrite, man. Go ahead and say that you'll step away from the UFC for the next year or the next six months. I know that you're you're manning up and acknowledging what happened, right? Like you have no choice in that matter. There's video, so he he's 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 talking about accepting responsibility. Yeah, yeah. You like you got no choice in the matter. So so Chris, I ask yeah. you. I ask you, what do you think, in your opinion, should happen with Dana White? I think there's got to be some sort of a suspension. You know, even if it's not a permanent stepping away, I, I thought the which you know, I don't think that's going to happen anyway. No, it it won't. But number one, the the whole you know, I have to live with myself in the mirror. Anybody's <laughs> going to say that when it comes to anything with their wife, right? I mean, we all say like, oh man, you know, happy wife, happy life. Here's this is very similar, and everybody out there knows I'm a wrestling fan. It's very similar to what happened to the WWE when Vince McMahon stepped away or the forced resignation because of um, certain integrity issues, Mm -hmm. right? Here's what I don't understand Vince McMahon was held accountable to, and maybe I, I don't know if the UFC is public or not, maybe that's the difference. But WWE being a publicly traded company, he had to answer to the board of directors. Yes. And the board of directors made that decision that he had to step away. Now, and again, I should have asked, I should have seen if, if UFC is, is private. If he's the sole owner, then, I mean, you can have this board of directors, but it's, it's a board of directors in, in name only. But I, I, I see a lot of parallels with that. Either way, you can't say we've got these certain standards for our fighters for our athletes, but you not follow them. It's completely hypocritical. UFC is, 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 is public. It is public. Okay. Yeah, Endeavor went public last April, which meant that UFC also follows suit. Okay. See, there, that should be something that's brought up to the board of directors. T- to me, that's the next step for them. And whatever they decide to do with it, it is up to them. But as a good faith gesture, so you look like there are standards across the board – got to be some sort of punishment if, if it was john jones that did it you said daniel cormier yep um anybody else anybody that did, anybody I mean, else i mean conor mcgregor threw even a- if it was joe rogan that he would be off of the broadcast yes for i don't know how many events i'm not saying forever mm-hmm. but he'd be off for a while there would right be some there would be some sort yes. of repercussions and some there sort should. Of suspension yes just to show the fans that you're taking it seriously i just don't 
I don't I don't think that you know Dana White can sit there in a press conference setting mm-hmm. and pitch it as though he's taking all of this seriously. Yeah. The best way to prove that you're taking it seriously is that you take some punishment. Yes. It, 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 put it like this. If 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 this were you or I, will we still be here? No. Absolutely not. And I'm not dumb enough or naive enough to think that Dana White's going to fire himself. Okay, I'm not even asking for that. You're, because, you're, because 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 I know that's not going to happen. But there has to be some accountability. And right now, saying that well, it's out there, and I'm getting criticized, and I'm owning it. That's not accountability that, that's enough. A, that, that's a cop out. Yes. That, that could happen to anybody. You're Dana freaking White. Okay, you you are. Did he, held- ta- did he talk about this before the video came out, or or it's probably it probably no. just came out immediately. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. I, you, you try Come and get on. away. You try and get. You keep try and get ahead of it, but the, the minute that it comes out, like again, you're reactive. You're trying to be proactive. Got a couple of, of text messages here in the okay. Cities One Plumbing Talking text line. Uh, number one, Dana White thinks he's more James Naismith when in reality he's more Vince McMahon in the fact that he didn't create the sport. Like UFC was around. The MMA, this was around before Dana White was here. <laughs> and, I mean, they, they've got a point. And that's why, and that's why I said in the, in the previous segment that you're not the only one that can lead the UFC, dude. No. You're not. No. Now, 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 now we know – that you, with your leadership, that it's gone to all time heights. Dana's a great businessman, but but don't sit here and try to no. pitch it as though like the UFC is going to tank or it's going to be in bad shape if you walk away. Yeah, it it, it seemed like or there take were, a suspension. It's it. It seemed like there were a lot of buzzwords, right? A lot of, what can I say that will placate the media? What can I say that'll placate the fans? And I actually think the ESPN, they're they're a part of this too, in which they are letting him off the hook. If ESPN. If mm-hmm. ESPN had any, <clears throat> you know, cojones, testicular fortitude, they would say, "Dana, we can't let this ride." No, like you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta punish yourself. We have to do something. We, 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 we cannot have a relationship with you like this. Money's a strange bedfellow, though. Yeah, it I is. mean, mo- money is. It, it's funny when you put that amount of money with the UFC in front of you, and you're like, "Hmm, you know what?" We'll we'll turn the other way. I mean, the the television and ESPN Plus rights for the UFC, it it's just ridiculous. And Dana White to the casual UFC fan, I don't think they care. I don't think that they care. No, like 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 he is a face, and he's a he's a he's a he's a you're kind of a villain. He's kind of you know he's a little bit of a villain, right? Everybody knows he's a business guy. Whatever. He's the bad, he's an yeah. executive, but he plays the villain too because he talks crazy about about fighters and this and that. Oh, and, he, oh, he a, knows. He, I get that. It's yeah. it's part of the bit. Like that's the it's WWE the part that's, of it. That that is a that is a Mr. McMahon trait. I feel like Dana yes. White and Vince McMahon are like they're cut from the same cloth. And it, I'm, I don't mean to you know bring wrestling into it, but you look at the personalities of these individuals and the way that they conduct themselves. Dana White, fantastic businessman. But at the end of the day, I feel like their demographic, they've got their fans. Yep. They don't want new fans. He doesn't care about the casual fans. Yep. The hardcore fans are not going to care. So, it's, you know, they're not going to care. What's the other text that you said rolled in? Yeah, I got uh, one more here, Lake, before we break. There's no treatment or cure for narcissism, but why would this guy want a suspension? What a disgusting puke. Well, I just think it's, I think from a PR perspective, it makes you look more credible. 
But it then, does. But then people are going to look at it. Because it's not about money. But we're going to know that it doesn't mean anything. We're going to look at, oh, well, he got suspended, but he. But at least there's something. At well, least there's it, something. I, like, 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 like with Antonio Brown. Yeah, but. He, it, he's, a, he's a piece of trash to me. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like a suspension for Dana White, what does it really mean? Like, he might go away for 30 days or 60 days. You mean to tell me Dana White's mean, still it, not going to have his hands in the cookie it jar? Means, it means, you know what? If he steps away for six months and he's not part of. Any of the events, he's not a part of any of the press conferences. He's not a part of any of the stuff that goes on with the UFC. I actually think it helps the UFC. But because he, it, I mean, because no, it, he can be the silent puppet, though. He can come back. Well, that's fine. You just don't we, want to we, see. We, we'll you never, don't want to we'll, see. You we'll don't want to see. Him. We'll never know that. But I, I think I think what it does is it creates UFC being a little bit more independent of Dana White. In essence, I think it helps their their you know. Entire situation long-term. All right, uh, we will take a break. We'll check in with meteorologist Paul Douglas on the weather. Uh, But let's talk about the Diamond Awards, which is coming up January the 26th. What is the Diamond Awards? We're writer for Men Post, Patrick Vorsey. He's going to join us next year on the Lake Show. All right, welcome back. Lake Show. The Minnesota Twins have been in the news a lot here the last 48 hours. We love Major League Baseball. And our next guest... That is joining us on the uh, the John Schuster Call Banker Hotline. I get an opportunity to catch up with him at Target Field and on occasion catch up with him a little bit in the uh, the press box at Canterbury Park. Uh, writer for MemPost, his name is Patrick Borzi, to talk about the Diamond Awards, which is coming up on January the 26th here in just a couple of weeks. And he joins us now. Uh, Patrick, your first time on the Lake Show. How you doing? All right, Henry. How you doing, man? Hey, you can you can call me Pat. You know, my my parents used to call me Patrick when they were mad at me. I mean, what's what's wrong with Patrick? I like Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> brings oh. up brings up some memories that we don't need to go into. Let's all right, all right. We'll we'll call it we'll call it good at Pat. All right, but uh, appreciate your all time right. tonight. Hey, for for the listening audience out there that may or that, that may not be aware of. The Diamond Awards. Tell everybody a little bit about what the Diamond Awards is. This is the 18th annual Diamond Awards coming up here on the 26th. That's right. It's a uh, it's a dinner that uh, they have dinners like this in, in 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 several cities around the country: New York, Boston, St. Louis. It's a dinner that honors uh, award winners from the local baseball team. Uh, and uh, in this case, though, the Diamond Awards is the only dinner nationally that benefits uh, medical research, and in this case, medical research at the University of Minnesota. Um, you know, research into neurological things like, uh, you know, ataxia and ALS and uh, multiple sclerosis uh, and Parkinson's disease, things like that. Um, as you said, you know, 18 years. I mean, it's uh, night of January 26th at uh, the depot in Minneapolis, and uh, the baseball writers chapter from uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul votes on the awards, and uh, most of them are going to Carlos Correa, who until uh, <laughs> yesterday we weren't exactly <laughs> sure he was going to be there, yeah, because he was he was going to sign somewhere else. But uh, you know, I. I I always like to say stranger things have happened, but I'm not sure there's anything stranger than this. Well, I think it's awesome in that not only do you get a chance to celebrate baseball, the great sport of baseball, and baseball players with awards, but it also, like you mentioned, it goes towards a great cause. And I'm all about supporting the University of Minnesota uh, Medical School and the M Health Fairview Hospitals and Clinics. 
Yeah, and that's uh, that's the great thing about this. I mean, I was why I was so interested in getting involved with this, uh, you know, way back when because uh, you know I was you know I, I I used to work. I mean, you know this, Henry. Your listeners may not that I used to cover baseball in in Boston and New York, um, and so the the dinners in both of those cities are really really big deals. Um, but neither of them uh, benefits a cause like this. Um, and that's one of the reasons why, like I said, like I wanted to get involved. And uh, we've raised more than $4 million over the years to, to help uh, Dr. Harry Orr and the folks over at, uh, over at the U try to find some cures for these things. And uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a great cause, and it's something that our chapter, uh, our baseball writers chapter, wholeheartedly supports. Talking to Pat Borzy here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Give him a follow on Twitter at BoersMN. It's B O R Z M N. And we're talking about the Diamond Awards, which is taking place, the 18th annual Diamond Awards, taking place on Thursday, January the 26th at the depot. Uh, Five o'clock registration opens, pre event reception, doors open to the ballroom at 6 15, welcome and dinner at 6 30, and the program at 7. And so, um, look, I guess on a night like that, there's going to be so many people that are amongst royalty when we talk about baseball, and specifically not just in terms of actual players, but also in terms of uh, writers like yourself. Uh, give me a few of the names of people that have been a part of the Diamond Awards outside of yourself for, for the throughout the years here with this event. Well, are you talking about writers or are you talking about the Twins organization? I'm talking about both. Okay. Um, well, you know, Lavelle Neal has been has been part of this for for a while. He was a longtime chapter chair. Um, and we've had a couple of other folks, uh, uh, other writers that, that that have popped in. Uh, it's going to be interesting on this particular night because uh, Patrick Royce is going to be getting a, a long and meritorious service award, and uh, we're, we're trying to put together a kind of nice presentation for him. Um, the other thing that that that's going to be pretty cool if we can pull this off, and I, I'm not sure I'm allowed to talk about this, but I think <laughs> I don't want I don't want I don't want to get you in trouble now. <laughs> no, look, I can get myself in trouble without anybody's help. But what we're but there, there's something that we're trying to pull together that's going to involve all the batting champions in the with the Twins. I mean, we know oh, Rod Carew wow. is definitely coming to this thing, and uh, Joe Maurer is going to be involved, and then Tony Oliva, and uh, hopefully Lewis Arise. And it's something that I think if we can pull this off is going to be a pretty cool thing. And I think one of the cool things, too, about this as well, um, Pat, is the fact that it, it leads right in, it leads directly into Twins Fest. I know that we'll be broadcasting yeah. live, and I'll be a part of that on uh, on the 28th at Target Field, but uh, it's just a, a perfect week of so many things going on in the baseball community. Yeah, and that's why that's why this uh, the Diamond Awards is traditionally the kickoff to uh, Twins Fest, and that's why uh, it was scheduled this way. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that helps us is because the Twins fly in all these players. Uh, we don't have to pay for that. And so that means that uh, a larger percentage of or a larger share of the revenue that we raise here goes towards medical research. And we're really grateful for the twins for, you know, for, for, for their support and for, for helping us with the, uh, with the expenses here. The dinner in New York, for instance, okay, the reason it doesn't really benefit any great cause is because they fly in 
all the major award winners, not just the local award winners, but you know the two Cy Young Award winners, the two uh, league MVPs, all of those guys come in. They put them up in a hotel. They put up some of their guests in a hotel too. It's a massive expense. Wow. They charge like two twenty five for tickets. Might actually might even be higher now. Um, and the lion's share of the money that's raised pays for all these guys to come in. That's not the case here because the Twins take care of that for us, which we really, really appreciate. Yeah, that's awesome, man. All right, so so, so I got to ask you, beyond just the Diamond Awards, I got to ask you about, and you mentioned his name earlier a few minutes ago, Carlos Correa, the fact that he is back in the Minnesota Twins uniform for the six years, $200 million. I guess give me your give me your just like reaction when the news came down that they struck a deal. Well, I think I was probably like anybody else that if I had gone to Vegas and bet money on him coming back, I would have lost everything. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I think what it what it says is that all the stuff that Carlos said during the year about how much he liked it in Minnesota um, was actually true. Because if he didn't like it here, he would have gone to Scott Boris's agent and said, find me another place to play. Um, it was pretty clear, particularly at the press conference yesterday, that, that Carlos was happy to be back, and his wife especially was happy to be back. They really enjoyed their time here. And, uh, you know, it wasn't just a ruse to try to, you know, add another bidder to his free agent, uh, you know, his free agent conversation. Yeah. Um, and I think the what it says to me, and, and I know there's probably a zillion Twins fans out there who have criticized the Polat family for years for being cheap and, and, and not wanting to spend any money and all of this stuff, you know. And there was a and there was a period of time when they were probably right. But I think what this says is uh, the, the Twins are more willing. I mean, they're never going to be the Dodgers. They're never going to be the Yankees and, and and have a you know a five hundred million dollar payroll compared to everybody else, but. Between this contract and the Buxton contract, um, they're willing to spend some money to get a winner. Yeah. Um, and uh, that now puts them ahead of a lot of teams that who shall go nameless, but we all know who they are, who don't want to spend any money on anything. Yeah. Uh, and now, of course, spending money doesn't guarantee you win any playoff games, and they haven't won a playoff game in, in quite a long time. And it doesn't guarantee that you win championships because if that was the case, the Dodgers would have a hundred world championships in a row. But it does at least show that they want to be more competitive than they've been. And then it's up to uh, uh, the manager, the coaching staff, the instructors, and the front office to try to make it happen. I'm totally with you. The 18th Annual Diamond Awards, January the 26th, uh, coming up in a couple of weeks at the Depot in Minneapolis, an annual event benefiting the University of Minnesota Medical School and ML Fairview. Um, look, support it. Uh, if you love the sport of baseball and you want to see uh, a great award show, please check this thing out. 5 p.m. registration uh, opens, a pre-event reception. Uh, the welcome and dinner starts at 6.30, and it perfectly leads right into Twins Fest that weekend. For more information, go to diamondawards.umn.edu. That's the website for more information. Pat Borzi, we appreciate the time tonight. Thanks for coming on the show. 
Thanks, Henry. Appreciate it. We'll see you around. All right. Take care. That's Patrick Boise joining us here from uh, from Impulse talking about the Diamond Awards on The Lake Show. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the hour. We'll do that next. All right. Thanks again to Pat Borzi for being on the show. I do want to mention this here before we get to the uh, the top of the hour. And at the top of the hour, we're going to talk to Lawrence Tynes, Super Bowl winning kicker with the New York Giants. We're facing the Giants. Let's go this weekend. I know that Lawrence is. Um, I know he feels like they got a great shot, and they do got a shot. So, so it'll be it'll be fun to talk to Lawrence Tynes here at the top of the hour. Great dude. All right, I, I want to mention up uh, bring up a story that's super serious, and I know that we have given a lot of thoughts and prayers for Demar Hamlin, as we should. And we're so thankful and happy that he is doing well and that he is out of the um, the hospital. But I also just ask of everybody out there listening to The Good Neighbor, please do me a solid. Um, because I do believe in the power of prayer. I think so many people do. And it was good to see everybody rallying around DeMar a week and a half ago. And still, they are. Please send a prayer out there for Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis, uh, former NFL running back, the good news is that he has now been pulled off of a ventilator, and this is after he saved his children in an accident in the ocean. He is no longer on the ventilator. He's on a road to recovery. His girlfriend um, has stated this comes after he saved his children from drowning in the ocean off of the coast of Pensacola, Florida, earlier this month, and he was in critical condition after the incident. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, and and I know that people have tweeted about it, and I know that people have publicly um, asked for prayers for Peyton and all that stuff, whatever, but I'm saying it here on this show because this is a story that's flying under the radar, and it's not flying under the radar because we care more about DeMar Hamlin than Peyton Hillis, okay, or we don't care about Peyton Hillis at all. That's not the why. The why of that is because one was on Monday Night Football National and TV. everybody yeah. knows about it. Yeah. And this one is just something that we don't have video for. We don't, we, you know, like a lot of people, there are people out there listening to me right now like, who's Peyton Hillis? Like he's not no longer a player in the National Football League. Yeah. But he was a damn good running back um, for a very short amount of time. But he actually was on, he was the cover of uh, Madden, I think, one year. Yep, Madden 12. He, uh, he won a vote over Aaron Rodgers. Peyton Manning and Michael Vick. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, think about that. And that might be, if nothing else, I mean, he was just like this big bruising fullback, kind of like a Mike Allstott. But, yeah, he was... He was a great player. Yeah, for he was more show. of a running back than 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 Allstott. Allstott was a monster, yeah, too. Yeah, Allstott yeah. was just that... Br- yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he kind of had that same, that same build. But, yeah, you're talking about just the story of this. And yeah. because it wasn't front and center, you hear that. And, and I was just like... You can't have two of these, you know, two awful, almost tragic things happen in, you know, almost the identical same time. But then you hear about DeMar Hamlin and now you start to hear about Peyton Hillis and just what it all means for for him. I mean, that's that's a good dude right there. That's a good dude stepping up and. And, and I didn't want him to get lost in the whole like 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 we talk about the power of prayer, right? Yeah, I, and I'm glad that you brought I'm glad that you brought yeah, him up. Yeah, yeah. Pray for Peyton Hillis. 
on January the 5th, Hill, uh, Hillis was unconscious and in the ICU, according to reports. Mm. That day, his uncle Greg posted an update to Facebook saying this, quote, I just wanted to let everyone know on Razorback Nation that Peyton is doing better. He's still in intensive care and having some problems with his kidneys and his lungs, but doctors say he's improving. I just wanted to head off any rumors that may be started. I'm sure he would want everyone to know that he appreciates all of the prayers being thrown up on his behalf. So that's good news, man. I'm so happy for him. Man. Yeah, and, and get get out there before the the bad stories happen because people are out there – there are bad people out there that are trying to make you know they'll take something and turn it into something it's not supposed to be but when you hear kidneys it's like you hear kidneys and brain and lungs like those are the ones you're like that kind of that's the flag it's like oh man those seem like i mean those vital organs but yeah it it was so nice to see that you know eventually he saved uh, his children's life he saved his children's life like and the, that's like he was it was one of those situations where literally like out of a movie where like the water and stuff had to be yeah. pressed up out of him, like right there on the on the beach and stuff. So yeah, and, and there because there was a former wrestler, Shad Gaspard, a couple of years ago. Uh, he actually didn't make it, but he saved his kid's life. Saved well, his how son's about life. Joe, uh, the Kansas City Chief running back, uh, Joe? I oh, can't remember. Good. Yes, I remember who yeah, you're talking I about. Can't that. Remember. All right, uh, coming up next, let's talk Vikings, Giants with who? Lawrence Tynes, former New York Giant. He joins us next year on the Lake Show. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.